everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of High Scores and High Spots, your podcast home for all things wrestling and video games. I am Ryan, and joining me as always is my co-host, my older brother, Nathan. We got news 28 years in the making. We got something that's yeah, we got something pretty crazy. We're gonna be hitting all the stuff that happened in the world of video games and professional wrestling. Uh we've got Raw, NXT, and Dynamite to talk about. So um yeah, we got a lot of we got some we got some uh some drama between Xbox and Sony. Oh yeah. So a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's just jump into it, Nathan. What do you want to do? You wanna pick up the joystick or do you wanna jump in the ring? Oh, yeah, we're definitely going video games first because we got something that's close and dear to our hearts here, Ryan. We got uh, news on a game that was on the Super Nintendo. Super Punch-Out, Ryan, is in the news. This is so weird. This is so weird. (laughs) This is... Yeah. Yeah, so Super Punch-Out, you know, is a fun game. Uh... But there's one thing we always wanted to do on that game, Ryan, and that was, you know, I was like, it was a fun single-player game, but, you know, it'd be cool to, to box with two players, you know. That'd be pretty sweet. Well, somehow data miners, I don't know why they were looking for this, but they were. And, or maybe they just stumbled upon it, who knows. But they found a multiplayer mode that was hidden in this game for 28 years. And it's not a hack. It's just like, kind of like a cheat code. You got to be on a certain screen, punch the right buttons in, and the next thing you know, it brings up a character select menu, kind of like Street Fighter. Looks a lot like Street Fighter's character select menu. Yeah. Uh, then you uh, select your fi- the, the other guy, select uh, which guy he's going to pick there, and then uh, you're still Joe or Mac or whatever the hell's name was. Mac. And, uh, yeah. The different buttons do their different special moves, and so there's no patterns. It sounds hard as hell, but you can play it two players. Okay, so here's how it works. You have to have two controllers, obviously, to yeah. make this work. Um, on the title screen where it has the push start button, uh, you're going to hold down Y and R on the player two controller. Um, the player one controller, you press A or start. It doesn't really matter which one you do. Um, on the Switch, you can also use the plus button. Uh, this does work on the Switch port as well. Um, uh, so then that would open up the fight. The, the select menu, as you mentioned, it's got every character in the game. You can choose who you want to fight. So that way you can do like just if you want to do single player and not have to go through the whole circuit and you want to just fight a certain person, you can do this. That would, you know. Um, but if you want to do the two player mode while you're picking your person, whoever you want to fight, um, the. Uh, Hold down B and Y on the player two controller, followed by A or start on the player one controller. Um, at the pre-fight screen, keep holding down B and Y on the player two controller and have player one press start. Um, once it's, once the fight starts, you should be able to have uh, two people, and the player two controller will be controlling the uh, uh, the fighter you selected, and the player one controller will be doing Mac. Um, how? This game came out in 1994. How is it just now, in 2022, this found out? 
It blows my mind. I have no idea. The, the people who made the game never, like, uh, never said anything. Like, the people who, like, no one's figured this no, out. I, like, how... I, I, I know. So I think um, I think why this is in there. I think it might be just a uh, a way for like maybe when they were creating the game to see and make sure like all the players worked the way they wanted them to work and uh, and stuff like that. I think is what it was for. But hell, man! And it, like you said, it works with the Switch, so that means you can play this on the Switch Online, right? You can play Super Punch Out multiplayer online. What the? I, I just it blows my mind that something like this that's I mean we, we for backstory for anyone out there Super Punch Out we used to play the shit out of this game when we had it on the Super Nintendo and we always talked about how fun that game would be two players and we were always like man this would be so good to play together and we would you know like we never had we didn't know you could do it I feel so like I'm so upset that we've had that option the whole time and we never. <laughs> Just yeah. didn't know you could do crazy it. Crazy shit. It's crazy. I cannot believe that that, that happened. Uh, but yeah, we just so if you have the Switch or you even have an original in Nintendo or if you have this SNS Mini, it works on all, every everything. Just do it the way it, it said. If you don't remember, just look it up online. It's on Twitter. It's everywhere. Um, look up how to do it. A lot of it's using the second controller, so you got to have both controllers, uh, you know, plugged in. Um, but yeah. Insane. I, I cannot believe yeah. that is something that's in the game. They used to do that a uh, lot. All right, Ryan. They used to do that a lot for, oh, Super Nintendo, for Super Nintendo games. They'd have like little special stuff for like every Super Nintendo game that you just didn't know about right. unless you accidentally did it. Like on Mortal Kombat where you could hold down all the buttons and do the special tournament. Which we didn't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they didn't, that was never said anywhere. It's just something you just figured out on accident. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I think in the I think in the user guides or the the the, the like, strategy guides yeah. and stuff they may have had the Mortal Kombat one. But yeah, this one was just yeah, never released. Uh let's go Ryan to uh you said Microsoft and Sony are having some issues, Ryan. Let's talk about that. So yes, this comes off the uh this is a Xbox has accused Sony of paying developers game pass block fees. Essentially, Sony is saying Xbox is saying that Sony are paying developers money to not allow Xbox to put their games on Game Pass. Um, <laughs> Microsoft uh, says that Sony is trying to inhibit the growth of Game Pass. Um, uh, this is response because uh, Sony accused Microsoft of uh, acquiring Call of Duty, and they're going to make it. You know, that's anti-competitive. And so uh, Microsoft hit back. Um, uh, this is a document. Uh, it says, considering that exclusivity strategies have been at the core of Sony's strategy to strengthen its presence in the games industry, and that Sony is a leader in the distribution of digital games, Sony's concern with possible exclusivity of Activision's content is incoherent, to say the least. Uh, it only reveals, once again, a fear about an innovative business model that offers high-quality content at low cost to gamers, threatening a leadership that has been forged from a de device-centric and exclusivity-focused strategy over the years. Yeah, so shit's getting crazy. <laughs> it's uh, like Microsoft the Monday Night Wars of video games. Yeah, why Microsoft and Sony are going at it. Um, 
Uh, and it's so weird because like Sony keeps saying that you know they're acquired, but Microsoft has come out and said it would be stupid of us and it wouldn't be profitable if we made it Call of Duty games exclusive. They're like, why would we do that? <laughs> uh, they might all go to Game Pass, but why would they want? You know what I mean? It's making sense. Why would they just want to not make them on every console? They make more money that way. You, you would think. But now, listen. I mean, Skyrim is still one of the most popular games ever made. And they're putting, they, they got it. They're going to have uh, all the Elder Scrolls and stuff is going to be exclusive to Microsoft. They've even started, started to show that. So if they can do it with that, they can do it with Call of Duty. Now, it's not going to, they, they can't do it. And I think there's still, uh, some stuff uh, in, le- in the litigation where I think they can't do it until like 2025, 2026. Um, I, think it has to, I think it has to be on every console until then. They are Activision only the next three Call of Duty games for PlayStation. Um, after that, they don't have to anymore. But that is a contract that they signed, so the next three are for sure guaranteed on PlayStation, but after that, they're free to not. That'll do it. probably get them to twenty twenty-five, right? Yeah, I'd say they're probably one a year. Yeah, it's just the main, the main one. So yeah, I, they they usually make one a year. So yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be weird. Uh, this is getting crazy. Um, between Xbox and PlayStation here, it's it's heating up to like a trash talk now, which is great. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, uh, Ryan. Uh, what else we got in the news? Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, um, not sure. I'm looking here. Um. Do you have anything else? I'm looking to see if there's anything else that uh, uh huge. Uh, no, I, no, it's been kind of slow uh, for a news week. Uh, we did have the Splatoon three. Did we talk about that last time? No. Uh, Splatoon three did have their uh, uh, big uh, direct and. Uh, showed off a bunch of stuff for this game, Ryan. Um, it does have a story mode, but it doesn't look like it's going to be like more of like a tutorial than anything. Um, and then it's got uh, tons of new weapons, tons of maps, tons of all kinds of new content for this game. Uh, so it, it looks pretty good. Looks like it might be one of Nintendo's biggest games of the year. Let's hope they do the online better than what they did with uh, Super Um, You know, we talked about, uh, one more thing. We talked about, you know, Super Punch-Out. Do you remember the video game company Sunsoft? Yeah. Well, apparently they're coming back. All right. Uh, They're holding a virtual event 
next week, August 18th. So it'd be next Thursday on their YouTube channel. Uh, they said that they've been quiet for some time. Yeah, that's, that's a little bit, uh, um, and they said, but they're going to show off their new games coming in this year and next year. So interesting. Three sure, Arrow the Acrobat. Come on. Not sure what they're going to do. Uh, their last game that they made was a game for the PSVR in 2018 um, called Dark Eclipse. And that was the last game that they made. So they haven't made much of anything lately. Um, yeah, I'm uh, open. Open world, open world Arrow the Acrobat. Arrow the Acrobat. Um, their most popular game was the Batman game that they made. Uh, for like oh, yeah. So, um, it's gonna be interesting. I, you know, I didn't even know they were still a company at all. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, but they're gonna be having a, a virtual event next week. So, we'll be talking about that next week. Should be interesting. I don't oh, know. I, I have. I won't even begin to guess what kind of games they're gonna make because I have no idea. You know, like it's gonna be interesting to see yeah. what they, what they are gonna do. So. All right. Uh, let's get into some uh, gaming history, Ryan. We got a big one. Yeah. Well, probably, I, one of the biggest, one of the, probably one of the biggest franchises in the last 20 years, I'd say. I would say it's mildly, you know. Mildly. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about Halo, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Halo, one of the, you know, biggest franchises of all time. Uh, really the reason that Xbox is still a thing, honestly. Um, Halo, the Microsoft exclusive, um, originally made by Bungie, now made by, uh, 343. Um, let's get into this. Uh, the first Halo showed up, you know, on, on the original Xbox, uh, Halo Combat Evolved, uh, in 2001. Was this like, did this, this was a launch title, right? Yes. Uh, so Halo, Ryan. This reinvented the shooter. Yes. Because before this, I mean, on the original PlayStation, we we started seeing, and on the Dreamcast, we started to see shooters evolve a little bit. Like they, like uh, Medal of Honor. You know, it didn't have like they had 3D characters that you were shooting and stuff, and it was it was getting a little better. But the controls, Ryan, for shooters yeah. were still pretty. They just weren't. They could figure it out, you know. They, they were it very out. uh clunky and like, just you know, only move certain directions, and it looked very. It was very awkward. Yeah. Well, then here's here comes Halo, right? Yeah. And uh, the stuff that they did in this first Halo has changed video gaming forever, and it is still being used in all the shooters today because they use the triggers, Ryan. The triggers were used to shoot. You yes. had your one trigger, the, the left trigger aimed and the right trigger shot, and that's the way it's been for every shooter since. Yeah. Um, really just changed the game. As you said, this was a, a huge game, and I think it's really the only reason the Xbox took off. Um, I think without this game, the Xbox probably would have been an epic failure. Um, this game was the reason people bought Xboxes. I saw this game, they're like, we have to get it just for this game. Um, it really, another thing they did that kind of revolutionized the game, the, the shooters, was every weapon had their own unique damage, had its own unique way of using it. They all had their own unique design. Like, certain guns had to cool down. 
and then other guns had certain you know every every gun was different and it had a specific purpose um right. which a lot of other shooters it was just you know they were all the same every game was the same but this one this one took it in a new direction um and it also kind of realistic with you can only carry two weapons at once um you know other shooters you'd have like just every gun known to man <laughs> on your body this one you had two guns you could switch now but um yeah really really went crazy there uh souls like hotcakes uh the first one did yeah um, um and then and then the second one came out on the xbox great the original xbox Ryan, and it took it to another level yes 2004 Cause then, then yeah because then all of a sudden we got we got, we got online game here right uh, uh this completely changed games for the rest of the rest of history also because now this was the biggest online game yeah. ever for a long time yes uh, Halo 2 is the best-selling first-generation Xbox game ever. Uh, more than 8 yeah. million copies worldwide. Um, yeah, this game introduced, kind of introduced online gaming. Uh, Halo was best known, like, if you were a Halo fan, you obviously know LAN parties were the thing. And that, that really became popular here, where you'd hook up, you know, eight different uh, Xboxes together, and you'd play all, all your friends in one house. Um, but then they introduced, uh, you know online and uh this game took off like fucking nothing else uh insane yeah and then we went to the 360 ryan where probably the best halo game ever made came out and that was halo 3 yeah halo 3 launched on september 25th uh 2007 um the, the obviously like i said the third in the series uh i yeah this was bobby um, this is probably my favorite of all the games. Um, this one sold a hundred, it grossed a hundred and seventy million dollars in the first day of release and over 300 million in its first week. Yeah. Uh, more than 1 million people played it on Xbox live in the first 20 hours. It was <laughs> That is insane. Uh, it sold over 14 and a half million copies. Um, and in the year 2007, it was the best-selling video game of the year. So, a lot of people think this one was awesome. <laughs> this uh, Halo oh, 3 yeah. took it in again. They took it in another direction. The gameplay was... That's the one thing about Halo is they never really changed the gameplay much. Uh, the gameplay stayed pretty similar throughout most of these games. Um, but they added... The, the stories got better, and then they added more uh, maps and more uh, modes. <laughs> Um, for online, yeah. Um, then we had 2009, we had the sequel to Halo 3, which was Halo 3 ODST. Um, yeah, this one's not looked at very fondly, right? No, we also had Halo Wars, which was like the uh, the strategy, this real time strategy game. That one didn't really work too well. Um, but Halo 3 ODST was the sequel, it was our first kind of spin off Halo game, like it wasn't a main release, it was kind of just a uh, it was just a sequel to Table 3. It wasn't a sequel to Halo 1, which is weird. Uh, like, it took place between 2 and 3, I guess. I, this was a weird game. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a main, it wasn't a main, you know, series game or anything like that. It was just kind of like its own standalone little thing. Um, it was, it was, Halo, it was after okay. that, was it, was it Halo 4 or Halo Reach? Uh, Reach was the next one in the main series. That one came out in 2010. Um, a lot Halo... of people like this one too, Ryan. 
Yeah. Uh, it grossed over $200 million, so, you know. Yeah, this, uh, this one was looked at pretty fondly also. Uh, this one in, uh, uh, introduced us to the jetpack. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It had the jetpack. That changed stuff. Um, yeah, they, 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 again, every game they added something new, but they didn't take, like, much away, and they didn't, like I said, they didn't change the gameplay enough to, like, you know, some games will, some games will come out with a sequel and they completely change everything and it ruins the game. Halo right. has been very good at keeping the game mostly the same. They they tweak it a little bit. And they make each game a little bit different. But if you played one Halo, you can kind of pick up any of them and play them all. And that's really helped the series, I think, keep it because it's like everyone knows how to play it. They're all the same, you know. It, it, they yeah. they all added new stuff, but they're all the same. Uh, and then Halo Four was in 2012. Uh, this was yeah, the last people one. Didn't really, people really didn't like this one that much, right? This one was the last one in the uh, like Xbox 360 series era. Um, this one was like yeah, the this last one. Kind of like the it's like the crossover game. Yeah, this one came out on both. Um, yeah, Halo Four is not looked at as fondly. I mean, it did sell. It still sold great. Um, but as far as, like, looking back on it, yeah, this one does not have as, as much as, like, Halo 2 still, like, everyone is, says that's the best one. Um, Halo 4 just, I don't know. It added new, you know, like, abilities and new uh, um, equipment and stuff, but, you know. Yeah. Um, then we had a couple other ones that were kind of, Offshoots with Spartan Assault, which was like a top-down shooter, um, yeah. and then we had Spartan Strike, which was another top-down shooter. Uh, the Master Chief Collection came out on Xbox One, uh, which was like the first. Three that was years. very nice, very nice. They, they they polished up all the original games, made them all look good. They played good. Yeah. Uh, Master Chief Collection is one you should always keep your eye on. It's on Game Pass, so no reason not to have it. Uh, then we had Halo 5 Guardians, the first one, well, the first real Xbox One, like Halo 4 was on Xbox One, but this one was the first exclusive Xbox One game, um, took the series looking fantastic, took it in a whole new era. Um, I mean, it, it, it's visually the best looking game just because of the, the hardware yeah. it was on. Um I mean, it's the same. Like, there's been no Halo game that's come out where everyone's like, this game is terrible. Like, every game's gotten really good reviews. Every game sold extremely well. So there's not really a bad Halo game if you of the main franchise. The other one, like the the top-down shooters and stuff, you can kind of play. Uh, yeah. But, Except uh, for the newest one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, Halo 5 Guardians, it, it you know... Much of the same. They just keep adding to the story. The story gets crazier and crazier as you go here. Is um, <laughs> why, uh, if you ask me right now to explain what Halo is, like the actual story, I can't tell you. I I really don't know what this game, what what the story of Halo is. I it, I know it's like a in in space, and I can't really tell you the story behind this games. But uh, yeah. Um. All right, what's, what's after Halo? Halo 5, we had Halo Wars 2, which was the sequel to this real-time strategy game. Um, and then and then uh, we had nothing for a while. Uh, between 2017 yeah. and 2021, there was no Halo games. It was kind of like, what the hell's happening? Uh, and then we got Halo Infinite, 
which was released for the Xbox One and Xbox Series X. This game, you want to talk about a Halo game that had some, uh, a little bit of controversy and a little bit looked down on. This is probably the one. Yes, because this game, this game is, uh, yeah, it, it came out to a rocky start, still having a rocky start. So that's, I guess you wouldn't really call it a start anymore. It's just rocky. Uh, because they, uh, they didn't give you much, Ryan. Not much content on the online side. The single yeah. player, the single player is fun, but single player is short, just like all the others. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the multiplayer, nowhere near the amount of content that the other ones had. Uh, got a lot of, a lot of wanting you to spend money, which they never had in any other Halo game. And it's, uh, the fans are not too fond of this one, right? Yeah, uh, it, it yeah, it's, it's the loot boxes. Uh, people don't like that. Um, you know, it was also I think the delay really hurt this game. Everyone was hyped for it. Um, it was supposed to come out, you know, as a launched game for the Series X. Um, it was going to be a launch title, but it was delayed. Yeah. And then it ended up not coming out. And it was delayed twice. And then it did not come out until December of 2021, a whole right. year after it was supposed to come out. So that kind of, I think that hurt it a lot because everyone was super excited for it. And then it got delayed and then it got delayed. And then everyone's like, uh, okay. And then what came out, people were like, this is it. Like th- yeah. this was delayed a year. And then this is what you give us. It didn't, it didn't feel like a whole game. It didn't like, especially the online. Like the online just felt like it was thrown in there, and it was like this because it there wasn't many options. No, like I said, it's, it's got the least amount of content of any Halo game. It felt online. like a beta. Like it felt like you know, it yeah. was it, But it wasn't. It was the full game, and I was like, and it's still like, still you know, I haven't touched this game in months, uh, and from what I've heard though, it's haven't changed much. They're, they went the oh. route of, and this might be, you know, Halo's downfall. They went the route of, like, Fortnite and, and Rocket League and, where they do, like, seasons and and it's free to play, the online. And, you know, they, they went that route with the loot boxes and, the in the like, having, you know, skins and all that shit. And I don't think that's what Halo fans want. No. Uh, Halo Online used to be just, you know, you get in there, you play these big maps and play these games, and that's what it was about. Now it's like you got... Certain only certain games can be played certain times, and they got seasons. And I, I don't really think that's what people want. Um. So yeah, I said no, no games been. This is probably the one. This is the newest one. Is probably the only one that like a lot of that had a lot of neg- negativity around it. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm hoping, I'm hoping they could turn that around, but it ain't looking good for it. Uh. So that's Halo, Ryan. What do you think? Is it? Is it it definitely changed gaming forever. Definitely needs to be in the Hall of Fame of gaming. Uh, uh, Halo, yeah, Halo is, in my opinion, one of the greatest franchises ever. Just in the way it changed gaming, the games were always solid. Uh, it, it really is the reason online gaming as a whole is the way it is now. Um, yeah. And shooters, like you said, it revitalized the shooter to the point now where shooters are so insanely popular and before halo they really weren't that popular i mean goldeneye the 64 was like the only one that everyone played so that tells you how long ago it took before a new good shooter came around um yeah halo's 
one of the best of all time. Even if you're not, like, I'm not a huge fan of the series, but you still have to recognize what it did and, and the, the impact it's had on gaming. I mean, I'm not a huge right. fan of the Halo series, but it's an amazing series. And it just, just, even if you never played the story, like I've never really played the story, but just online, the multiplayer for Halo is insane. Like, even if you've never played the story, which I've not played much of the story of this game, but I played a lot of the online and the, a lot of the multiplayer. And, you know, you used to be able to make your own maps. They took that away, by the yeah. way. It sucks. But you used to be able to make your own maps and your own games and everything. I mean, it was really a, it was really a multiplayer game first before. Right. So. All right, Ron, let's get into the wrestling. We got oh. a lot to talk, uh, talk about, so let's, uh, let's hit the key points here. All right, so Monday Night Raw. Uh, well, um, thought it was a decent show. Uh, yeah. n- a lot of good wrestling again. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, Seth Rollins and Angel Dawkins had a really good match. This kicked the show off. Um, yeah, Seth Rollins won with a pedigree. Yeah, what the, I mean, that was just kind of um, – that was cool. Uh, yeah. Dawkins looked great. Montez Ford was uh, like – Thrown out really early on, so I'm not sure. Uh, it looks like they're looks like they're going to be heading towards some sort of breakup eventually because Dawkins or Ford just kind of went crazy with like a chair and like brought it into the yeah. ring, <laughs> and uh, so that, I don't know where they're heading with that. Um, you know, I, I uh, we did kick off the show with Bailey, Io, and Co. It's basically been announced it'll be Bailey, Io Sky, and Dakota Kai versus. Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka at Clash of the Castle. So, Did they say when the finals of this women's tag tournament is? No. They did not. So it's probably not at the Clash at the Castle. It might be at the, yeah. You got two of the teams in it. Yeah. It won't be, so. it won't be at Clash. No. Uh, I did, one of the things I did like was Kevin Owens basically ending the Ezekiel character. Yeah. Uh, Owens came in, destroyed him, took him out, he did the power bomb on the apron, and walked away. And is he going to put on a stretcher? So, yeah, Owens. Yeah. So this killed that, that. Yeah. Well, that's good because that basically what that is is that re- revitalized Kevin Owens as a badass. Yep. And it also wrote off Ezekiel so he can come back as Elias and get over like he should have been all along. Yeah. So. Love um, that thing. Um, Edge is going to wrestle in two weeks on Raw. Uh. Damian Priest challenged him to a match. Uh, We had a backstage segment. I'm not going to talk too many about backstage segments, but this one's important because it teased Dominic uh, turning uh, because he he, pushed Edge away and then Ray sided with Edge and Dominic got pissed off. So, but, you know, putting the seeds for a turn eventually, maybe. Uh, We didn't think he can be a heel, Ryan. I don't, dude, I don't know, man. He is. I think if they change his character, it might help him because he's basically just Rey Mysterio and he can't wrestle. He's bigger than Rey. A, Dominic needs to put on a lot more muscle or something. Yes. Because he's he's tall, but he's he's got nothing. He just looks on like him. a kid. Yeah, he still he looks, looks like, like a kid. kid. He looks like a kid, and he's just not in wrestling shape. Yeah, so he needs to change something. Maybe wrestling as a heel would be easier on him, and he might look better as a heel. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he needs a change of some kind, though, because it's just not working. Yeah, um, I agree. Bauer and Ray had a match. Ray came out by himself. Bauer, uh, Damian, or D- Dominic did not come out with him. Uh, towards the end of the match, uh, uh, 
Rhea Ripley brought Dominic out. Uh, he was like bleeding from the eye, and then Balor ended up getting the win. So, right, weird. So I don't know where this is heading. Um, Dakota Kai and Io Shirai defeated or Io Sky defeated Dana Brooke and Tamina in the first round women's tournament match. This was decent uh, for what it was. This was I mean, I think everyone knew who was winning this match, so yeah, it was what it was. Uh, throughout this whole show backstage, there was issues with a car at one point. Uh, it, there was a wreck, and then it was on a wreck, and, and then there was uh, it was getting put on a record, and then cops were like running around. That comes into play later, but I do like the yeah, booking very... of having stuff happen in the background where if you're not paying attention, you're not going to notice it. I yeah, like uh, it. very, very, very NXT 1.0. Yes, yes, this was great. I I enjoyed it because it got first of all what it does because now we're in the era of the internet. The internet was blowing up about it. Which is good. There's people talking. People who aren't watching are going to tune in because they're going to be like, what's going on? What are they doing? It's great. Triple H knows. He he understands. Uh, Then we had the United States Championship match. This match was awesome. This was an NXT 1.0 match. You mentioned NXT 1.0. This was straight out of their playbook. This great was great. Uh, They they, they had me, Ryan. Because uh, Ciampa came out with... uh... With uh, Harley Race ring gear, said he's dedicating this match to Harley Race. I mean, I thought there's no way he's losing this. Yeah. Uh, Lashley kicked out of everything Champa threw at him. This was yeah. awesome. Uh, and then Lashley did end up winning with the uh, the hurt lock. So Lashley wins. Surprise, because I think everyone thought Champa was going to win this thing just because it's Triple yeah. H and it's he was with Harley Race and you know, all that stuff. Uh, AJ Styles ended up making a an appearance running away. Um, but this was great. This was done to perfection. Then the yeah. third hour started, and the third hour kind of fell down a cliff. Oh, uh, yeah, crappy. I mean, it wasn't crappy. Dolph Ziggler and Chad Gable, both are okay. Dolph Ziggler is just, you know, he's been there forever. Yeah. I really don't I really don't need a Dolph Ziggler storyline right now. Yeah. But it was tr- short. It was like a five-minute match. They, they tried to have like a – Actual wrestling match. Uh, it was all right. Uh, Ziggler won. Uh, almost squashed two people. So I guess we're just back to almost just beating people up. Uh, for yeah, to get him over. Into that yeah. Uh, then your main event was AJ Styles and The Miz in a no qualification match. Uh, they, you know, beat the shit out of each other. Uh, good, good match for The Miz. Yeah. Good match. At the end, Styles hits the Styles Clash. Um. Uh, gets the win, and then after the match, there's a dude on the apron, like, uh, on the outside, and cops chase him down. Um, cops are arresting a guy, and you can't tell who it is. AJ Styles at first doesn't even they, they don't acknowledge it at all. Um, and at yeah. first I thought it was a fan, honestly. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then uh, when they're pulling him away, his hood falls down, and it's Dexter Loomis, and that's how the show goes off the air. Yeah, uh, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. It, it's so funny how. The news comes out that WWE's planning on bringing this guy back, and then that day, that person is back in their company. It happened with yeah. Cross, and it happened with Loomis. Um, Triple H is now booking kind of like the Agit era in a way where it's like you don't know what's going to happen anymore, uh, no. and, and I love it. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to come back, who can make an appearance, who's going to get called up. It's And, and it's, it's great because it gets people talking, and it ends on a cliffhanger. So now you got to watch next week's Raw because what the fuck was Loomis doing here and why was he on Raw and what's going to happen to him? So, good show of the, 
the way it needs to be done. It's simple yeah. and effective. Booking's not hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, let's go to NXT 2.0. Ryan was, NXT it was uh, it, it was a decent show. It was all right. Yeah. Uh, Nikita Lyons beat Kiana James. Uh, mm. <laughs> I tell you right now, I'm not looking forward to them being in that uh, tag title thing. Yeah, so yeah. Nikita and Zoe Stark were announced as part of the women's tag team tournament. Weird for two reasons. One, that they're not a team. Two, Zoe Stark's got a shot at the NXT title coming up. So I don't know. It could lead to two things. Either we know Zoe Stark's losing or that they could get taken out by Toxic Attraction and Toxic Attraction take the title of the match. Please let the second option happen. Um, but Nikita Lyons gets the win. This match was not good. They were missing on like every kick they sent at each other. This was not yeah, a good match. Uh, Wesley and Trick Williams had a round match, but they both started off wearing boxing gloves. This was a yeah. weird thing. This, this I didn't understand what was going on in this match. I don't know if they didn't understand what was going on in this match. Like, did they think they was supposed to be a like? What the hell was up with the boxing gloves? It was their wearing. Trick Williams. I get that Trick Williams is used to be a boxer or something, but was he? Because I thought he was a baseball football player. I don't know. He acts like a boxer. He threw. He was, he was doing yeah. good footwork. I mean, I don't. Know. But uh, yeah, it was. They had bizarre. boxing gloves for like the first like three rounds, and then Trick ended up having only wearing one. And Lee had none. Uh, they ended up tying. He ended up rolling him up with a crucifix to get the pin. Then the end of this match, Lee puts on one boxing glove, but, like, doesn't get it all the way on yet. So he, like, hits Trick in the face with it. But, like, it's, like, loose. So it, it didn't look very good. Yeah. Um, and then, but Wesley does get the win. So very weird. Just very weird. Yeah. Uh, then back on the break, Carl Hayes has a mic. Um. Uh, basically, this led to Giovanni Vinci challenging him to a match, um, at Heat Wave, I guess, or whatever, sometime, and uh, they're gonna happen. Uh, Ariana Grace took on Thea Hale. Ariana Grace, Nathan, is Santino's daughter, by the way. Yeah, this uh, wasn't that great either. No, Thea Hale's not. Mm, I mean, this is her debut, so I guess I didn't expect I much mean, out of it. I mean, she was okay, but that Grace chick, she's not that good. No. Uh, she ends up, she hit Wasteland, and Barrett lost his fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I have a new favorite wrestler. <laughs> but hey, yeah, Wasteland. So, uh, uh, Ariana Grace gets to win. This is happening because I guess Thea Hale gave her a black eye, and she was going to sue, but, uh, because it happened on Chase University's grounds that Chase can just make matches. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this is some this is some comedy shit here. Okay. Uh, uh, Paul Cruz and Roderick Strong are wrestling. This happened because Apollo was backstage watching film with the Creed brothers, and then he challenged him to a match. Uh, before this, Apollo Cruz had a vision, but I wasn't sure what this vision was. Did you? I don't know. It was everybody laid out. Yeah. And uh, but, that but didn't, didn't happen. happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. So know I what... don't know what. Is he not a? Does he just like see alternate realities or what? What's yeah, I don't know on? what this was. This was weird. Uh, very good match though. I didn't have a problem with the match. Uh, Cruz ends up getting the win uh, with like a one-armed spinebuster type of thing. Uh, yeah, Paul Cruz gets the win, uh, and then uh, 
There you go. Uh, we had the final accord between Santos and D'Angelo. Basically, it was it's going to lead to uh, them having a match at Heat Wave. If Santos wins, uh, then uh, they're like they're done, right? Like he, they're they're leaving the family. Um, if Tony D'Angelo wins, then Santos has to leave NXT forever. So either way, I see. I see uh, Santos leaving, going to the main roster. He's either going to win and take his group with him to the main roster, or he's going to lose and go to the main roster by himself. Yeah, and it'll be under uh, street fight rules. We just had a street fight two weeks ago, and now we're having a street fight again. Yeah, Uh, I was hoping it was going to be like a cage or something, the way they were building it up. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, Pretty Deadly took on Enofi and Blade. Uh. Brig- Briggs and Jensen ended up coming out um, during this match, but pretty deadly ended up getting the win. They hit spilled milk and get the win. Uh, Lash Legend, I guess, has aligned herself with pretty deadly because she took out Fallon Henley. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess she's. I-, I would much rather be like a manager than a wrestler. So, that's okay, I guess. Uh, and your main event was Cora Jade versus Zoe Stark with Mandy Rose on commentary. Uh,. It was all right. I don't know. I'm still not used. Corjet as a heel is just. It's okay. She's still not great as a heel. Yeah. So it it was all right. Uh, she had control of this match, but uh, Roxanne Perez is back. She she uh, Jade had a kendo stick, and Roxanne Perez without ringside. She took it, and then Stark hit her little knee thing and gets the win. And then afterwards, there was like a big beat down. And then, uh, yeah. And then she hit the thing on Rose and stood with the belt. So, Heat Wave is next week, right? Yep. Uh, Heat Wave, we got a big set card. The world title's on the line. Uh, Jade and Perez are going to wrestle. Uh, the North American title's on the line. Uh, so, yeah. Pretty good show next week here for NXT. Yeah. Pretty good show. I mean, some of the matches, eh, but it was a decent show. That's gonna happen with all these green guys down there, though. Green guys and girls, yeah. It's it's not gonna be a great show every time, but you know it was all right. Speaking of all right, dynamite. Oh boy, yeah, this was. This... I'm telling you, man, he's he's he's, he's grasping at straws here because he's got so many injured people and 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 stuff's not going his way, and it's just he, you can tell that he's frantic. So. With his we started the match show off with the coffin match. Uh, Why was this not at all out? Brody King bled five seconds into the show. Yeah. Why was this not at all out, right? I don't know. I really don't know. They blew this off on Dynamite, and I guess it's leading to something else, but um, this match was okay. It, it was just a bloodbath. It really slowed down. The lights went out for a long time. Yeah. Uh, apparently it took like everybody 10 minutes to get where they needed to go. Cause the lights were out forever. Uh, they came back on and black and Matthews and, and Julia were there. Um, they just beat him, beat Darby Allen down for a while. Um, they opened up the coffin and sting was in the coffin. Um, and then it got weird because black and sting were looking at each other. They kept cutting away. Sting said something to black, black walked away. They never touched. And then Sting yelled at Black, but then the cameras cut away, and I don't know what he said. 
So I don't know. And then Allen ended up choking King out and and he fell into the coffin and the lid closed. But this stings. Like, I don't know what happened there. But, yeah, they didn't really do a good job of showing us either. Yeah, because Sting got in the ring and threw the bat to Black and Black just kind of walked away. And I don't, so I don't know what's going on here. So this, they kind of fell apart towards the end. Uh, and yeah, I, but, but then Black's also fucking feuding with Miro. So I had no idea. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and then we had Jericho had a promo and I'm one mentioning it because he talked about everyone's talking about the interim and he said, we might as well just call this the FYI belt. The fuck did that mean? I don't know what he meant by that. Like, then he got talking about his Fords in Cincinnati. So I was like, but FYI means for your information, right? So what the fuck does he mean by that? I, I, I don't know. Uh, and then we had Jericho cutting a promo and he said shit. And I kept track. We had two shits on the show because, you know, they have to say it every once in a while. Uh, then the brackets for the trios tournament were announced. So we finally got a bracket. Um, yeah. Uh, It'll be Death Triangle versus Will Ospreay and Aussie Oz Open. Andrade, Dragon Lee, and Roosh versus the Young Bucks and a mystery partner. Uh, House of Black versus Dark Order and the Trustbusters versus the Best Friends. That side of the bracket. Weird, it's very weird uh, booking here, Ryan, because you're either going to have Austin Granobles get a loss in the first the round Bucks, in the first round, or they're going to be the Young Bucks, and it could be uh, Kenny Omega or Hangman Page. Either way, I don't see them beating Kenny yeah. Omega or Hangman Page. Yeah, but so then you, that kind of sucks for the. And, but then you, on that same side, you got Death Triangle, Will Ospreay, and Austin Osman. So you're like, Will Ospreay's going to lose? Oh, he's definitely going to lose. Like, it's yeah. so weird. And then the other side's just basically one good team and then three fucking jobber teams. So yeah. they didn't balance this out very well at all. No, I don't. I, I don't really. I mean, that sucks for the Lost Inger and Hobbles because they're definitely yeah. going to lose. Yes, that sucks. Speaking of Lost Inger and Hobbles, they took on Pinta and Phoenix. It was Andrade and Rush in a Texas Tornado tag thing this match was fucking insanity dude yeah this was awesome uh they beat this they were flying around this ring the the spot of the match though uh they were gonna pin phoenix and pinto jumped into the ring because he got tied his phoenix is his mask got tied up in the ropes so he took his mask off and jumped into the ring to make yeah. a save uh, and then uh there alex threw in a uh Threw in another mask, but then uh, Andrade took it and talked through it to their ringside, and then uh, yeah, they beat Phoenix up and they hit Phoenix with the uh, hammerlock DDT to win. But uh, that was yeah, just so, insane. Yeah, so so they got a big win here, so I can, maybe that's what it is. They get a big win here, then they're going to lose in the tournament again. Yeah, I don't know. Great match though. This is my favorite moment of the mat of the night. Was this match here? Oh yeah, absolutely, awesome. Absolutely. And we had the Young Bucks go into Hangman's locker room and then they talked to him and they did this whole emotional thing and I didn't give a shit about any of this. Oh, 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 we've got this huge thing. Blah, blah, blah. We, we, we we're sorry. And then basically Hangman turned him down. He, they wanted him to be the tag team partner and Hangman said, no, nah, I'm going to be in Dark Order's corner. I hope you find a partner though. I didn't give a shit about any of this. They are never going to make me care about the Young Bucks. 
So, Luchasaurus beat some guy very quickly in 40 seconds. Uh, then Christian showed up, uh, cut a promo. He said shit as well. Uh, Jungle Boy ran backstage to uh, try to attack him. They all got they got broken up. Luchasaurus showed up and took out a whole bunch of people. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Not sure what is it. I still don't know like whose side Luchasaurus is really on. So yeah, Miro then cut his weird ass promo. Uh, Julia Hart showed up and he said, "Only person you, there's only one hot blonde that can touch me like that, and you're not it, or something like that." Uh, yeah. I still don't under. I forget why they're feuding. And why this is even happening, by the way. So, uh, it has something to do with the mist, but I'm not 100 sure what's going on. Um, we had a whole bunch of uh, segments here. Uh, Lethal Dutt and Satnam came in. They delivered an entering promo. Um, Wardlow came out. Um, and then FTR showed up. So Wardlow and FTR are a unit again, and then they kind of um took out uh, Lethal and uh, his crew. Ah, <sighs> Ricky Starks beat Aaron Solo in a very quick fashion. Uh, the ending of this match, though, was really cool because this spear spot at the end had to be so perfectly timed that it was crazy. Uh, Starks and Solo timed that fucking insanely perfect. It was nuts. Like Solo jumped into the ring, did like a flip, and like. Starks hit him with the spear, but it was like so perfectly timed. It was nice. Out of the match, Camarado just ran to the ring with a fucking chair like a madman. And Starks was just sitting there waiting for him and hit him with a spine buster and ran away. Like, such a weird visual. Like, Camarado just running to the ring with a chair and then Starks fucking, like, it just sitting there watching him do it. So weird. Just, just a weird visual. Uh, uh yeah yeah just a weird visual like of of Colorado running with that chair and Starks just like standing there watching him like so fucking yeah. stupid uh yeah it was pretty dumb yeah uh then Jade Cargo took on Madison Rain Ugh. it's a decent match for for, for great Jade Cargo I'm... Madison Rain you know they brought her in as a trainer and then had her on TV twice and now fighting for the title. I was like, now wait a minute. Yeah. That kind of blows off all the other people. I've never off. been a huge Madison Rain fan. I never knew why she was pushed so hard in Impact. I've never really been a fan of hers. I mean, she's okay. This match was okay. Uh, Jade Cargo gets to win. Out of the match, Athena was behind Jade, like mocking her with the, the most overacting I've ever seen in my life. Uh <laughs> It's just, uh, I guess she was dressed as a baddie. I don't know. And she ended up taking out Cargill, though. So I think Athena's going to have to beat her, right? I hope so. If she doesn't, then who does? Like, exactly. uh, It was also announced that Chris Statwinner's injured again. And so Tony Storm has now jumped to the number one contender, and she will get a shot against uh, Thunder Rosa. Yeah, that sucks for Statlander. Yeah, what? Like, what the fuck? Um, I don't know, man. 
Then they ran down the Rampage card, and this card looks like shit. I I have no desire to see any of this. The Gun Club versus Danhausen and Redbeard? Why? Yeah. Parker Boudreaux versus Sonny Kiss. <sighs> Orange Cassidy versus Ari Davari, and then Sammy Guevara and Tay Mello versus Dante Martin and Sky Blue for the AAA Mitch Tag Titles. What? Yeah. The, and then there's going to be three talking segments. Just, they don't care about the show anymore. They've given up on it. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, then we have the main bad. events. Uh, John Moxley versus Chris Jericho for the AEW World Title. Uh, this show, it, this started Very with like, slow. this match started with like 30 minutes to go, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was a very, very slow-paced match. Jericho was trying to do what he said he was going to do and stretch John Moxley, but some of his uh, stretches were a little... Uh, so, I don't think he knew what he was doing, Ryan. They did a... One, well, one of them, he went for a cradle. He was, like, stretching him in a cradle like he was trying to pit him, but it was on top of him, and I, I don't know what the hell was going on there. So they did a spot. It pissed me off beyond belief. Uh-oh. Jericho put him in the walls of Jericho. Yeah. And he held it on him the entire commercial break. Now, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? You mean to tell me that John, like, uh, it just killed the move? Like, really? <laughs> yeah, he also put the lion tamer on him later, too. Yeah, Moxley kicked out of everything and everything. Uh, there was a spot, and then the end of this match. Pretty close to the end. <laughs> The referee, Jericho, had the turnbuckle pad, and, and Aubrey Edwards is a referee. So there you go, obviously. She has to act like she's trying to get the turnbuckle. So she's just, like, aimlessly walking oh, yeah. around. She yeah, just, this was bad. Guevara threw from the crowd a baseball bat. It went over Jericho's head into the floor. Jericho had to go pick it up. The referee, this whole time, has to pretend she's not seeing any of this. And then Jericho hit Moxley with the bat. Referee counted it's a near fall. I just like you missed the spot. Just don't do it. You missed it because exactly. she, she exactly. turned around, realized that he didn't have the bat yet, and then had to turn back around and fuck with the turnbuckle pad some more. It was stupid. Uh, and then Jericho ended up tapping out uh, to the bulldog joke. Uh, and Jericho... afterwards, uh, they, oh. they start beating down. Fuck again. Uh, Moxley, then, then we had a big brawl. Everybody the... came out again. No. I don't care about this fucking feud anymore. Yeah. I do not care about the Jericho Society and all these other fuckers. I don't care. And they're just going to keep fucking doing yeah. this shit. Uh, they beat yeah, him up. Yeah. And then uh, at the end, we had uh, the return of uh, CM Punk. Ryan. Old man Punk came out. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. The rumor is he's not cleared to wrestle it all out, Ryan. Or at least not yet. Yeah. So that's what I said. I feel like I feel like uh, Tony Khan's grasping at straws here, Ryan, because he he did this last week with uh, the undisputed era teasing a feud, and they're not cleared yet either. So yeah, it's, he's, he, he's I don't know what he's thinking here. I mean, if it's gonna have if he's if he's 
you know, good, then all that's fine. And maybe he is clear. They're just trying to say he's not. And he looked good. He looked like he could actually wrestle or always walk. And he, you know, he was well, putting put it down cold, but you know. Yeah, but then Cole and Alex Pedera got physical, but they're apparently not cleared either. So I don't know what this is leading to. Hopefully it leads to Moxley and Punk, just so we're done with this interim shit. Um, yeah. But, yeah, this was, you know, hey, they got him back on the show. He'll be here next week. He'll pop a rating for a week. And then, I, I don't know. Uh, Like I said, Rampage does not look good at all. This was a decent, yeah. like some of the matches were good. Um, but for a special show, this wasn't very good. Like no. this was a special, like Quake by the Lake, and it just didn't. I don't know. A lot of the matches didn't do much for me. <laughs> like the, the tag title, the, the TBS title was okay, and the, the, the tornado tag match was, was awesome. awesome. The Rush, yeah, that was but the only match. That, it, yeah, yeah everything else was good. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, we'll see where they head next week for this show. Um. We're, it's just like these feuds are never ending because we're still doing Wardlow and Lethal. We're still doing the Jericho Appreciation Society and all those people. Like, can we end some feuds, please? I yeah. don't care about any of these feuds. Just, <laughs> we've been doing Jade Cargill and fucking, fucking Athena for months. Like, let's do it already. I, I don't need to see these people have the same interactions forever. It's just annoying. Right. Other than that, yeah. So there you go. Uh, not a lot of news as far as wrestling news this week so far. I mean, it's the same stuff. Triple H could be bringing this guy back. Triple H could be bringing this guy back. Triple H could be bringing this guy back. <laughs> and uh, judging by the history of it, uh, they'll probably all come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so far, every time somebody gets teased, they, they end up coming. So Yeah. Uh, so there you go. All right, man. Uh, no fantasy booking this week because we had three shows to cover. So, uh, yeah, we'll hopefully do that back next week. We'll be back Saturday morning for the next episode. We'll we'll talk more G1 uh, and Ramp. And we'll be talking uh, NXT UK and Impact and uh, all that stuff. So thank you for listening. We appreciate you listening. Uh, like us and subscribe, all that fun stuff. Sabri ENT across all social media platforms. If you'd like to give us a follow. He is Nathan. I am Ryan. Reminding you to always hit your spots and set scores. Later.